headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios, this is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Camel, joined this hour by best-selling author Christina Ellis. And we are here for you, America, to take your calls to give you the right next step for your money and for your life. So give us a call, 888-825-5225. That is 888-825-5225. Well, Christina, we're back in the saddle here, and it was a big week last week. You hosted with Rachel Cruz for the first time. For the first time. I've never seen you happier, so I'd like that kind of excitement <laughs> for us today. Can yeah, you do that? I can do that, man. Okay. Well, there's a lot going on in the world, Christina, and uh, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of poor decisions being made this time of year as we start to enter the holidays. Yeah. And hopefully none of those are coming from you. Oh, gosh, I hope not. I try not to, but, I mean, no promises. Well, the Halloween uh, fall decor went up at the Camel household, and I'm proud to say we were under budget. Good for you. Yes, my wife did very well with that. I'm not a big uh, Halloween decor person as far as spending goes. Yeah, I I lean more into the, like, fall decor versus the kind of creepy Halloween. I grew up Arabic Baptist, so we were were one of the lights out homes at Halloween, (laughs) if you know what I'm talking about, America. Do not come here. Grandma would hand out, like, like the little Christian tracks with the little candy bag. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. That's how I grew up. James knows what I'm talking about. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, it was, producer, a, it was always a fall festival, and you could be like a disciple dressed up as like... Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> Autumn angel. Harvest Festival. That's right. But it is an exciting time. I did a, a media hit this morning with our friends in Dayton talking about how people can save around the holiday times. So and a lot of the times, it's just impulsive. The marketing is more aggressive than ever, even already in, uh, you know early mid-October here, we're already seeing Amazon Prime Days tomorrow stock up. And then you go, wait, it's not a sale. They just marked it up to $100 and then now it's down to 50 and they're telling you it's a sale. It was always $50. <laughs> right. Well, it's crazy that they're even bringing fear into Halloween candy shopping. You were saying in your media hit recently that they're talking about how there might be a chocolate shortage. Well, so it came from Hershey's. <laughs> right. You can't trust them when it comes to candy news. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course they want you to rush out and buy it all. <laughs> yeah. I'm not falling for the fear mongering. So uh, that, it all comes down to planning early, sticking to a budget, do your research. I was at Costco this weekend on a Sunday. Just let me, chaos oh, abounds at Costco on a Sunday. But we got our Halloween candy. We did it. Good for you. Yeah, you probably got a big old bag of it, too. You have to. It's, it's the Costco way. <laughs> it's the Costco way. Well, and I think it's so important, too, right now, as we get ready to go into the holidays, to set your budget. It's so easy once you get into the holiday mode and you're, ta- you're thinking about who needs a gift and what's going to be, what decorations we need to just start spending like crazy. But now is the time to start having those conversations with your spouse. You know, what can we afford this year? And for some people, it's not going to be a lot. I did a story recently where somebody was, we were talking about what are the biggest sacrifices you've made with your money um, in order to get through the baby steps. And somebody was like, one year we didn't give gifts at (gasps) all. I know the horror, right? You don't love your family then, right, Christina? (laughs) Of course. Gosh. (laughs) No, but it was a temporary thing. It was one year and now they're debt free and they're giving great gifts. So it's like it may be worth it for a year if that's where you're at and that's what you need to do. Set some boundaries, lower the expectations, sacrifice. I love it. Will you call in, jump in, we'll talk about your life and your money, 888-825-5225. Christy is kicking us off this hour in Knoxville, Tennessee. Christy, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? So great. How can we help today? (laughs) So I finished my PhD in May, and I took a position at a regional university, moved across country, 
Um, I took a non-tenure track position making $45,000, which was very disheartening coming out of my PhD program. Um, So another college within the university has asked me to apply for a position in a different college, not necessarily my specialty, um, but it would increase my salary by twenty-five dollars to $30,000. I have about 15 years of work left, and the university puts in 9% retirement towards um, for me matching for my salary. And so I'm like, do I take it? Do I jump into something that I don't know as well for the money and the long-term retirement gain, or do I stay put? Mm. Well, they think you're qualified. Why don't you think you're qualified? Um, Well, I'll tell you, I spent 20 years as a special education teacher and principal, and this particular uh, department is in speech and hearing science, which is actually what my PhD is in, but I don't have a speech and hearing science background. So I'm I'm a little nervous feeling like, you You know, maybe I'm not. You have a PhD in this, but you don't think you're qualified? (laughs) Yes. Goodness, then I'm definitely not qualified. Christy, this sounds like a home run. I think it sounds like there's just fear because you haven't actually done it professionally. Well, Christy, is this something yes, you want exactly. to do? You know, I do. I tell you what, I'm very money driven and I love, you know, making more money. So taking the $45,000 salary was, like I said, very disheartening. So the money itself is super intriguing. What is the, the job where you're making 45 k What are you doing in that position? I am um, a clinical instructor, so which is about the lowest rung you can get in higher ed. And is, is it in speech and learning? No, it's actually in special education. So it's something, it's, a, it's an area that I know extremely well. I could do it in my sleep. Um, and there's, you know, there's not a lot of challenge to it. It's just easy to do. I mean, I'm with George. It sounds like you're qualified for the new position. It pays more. And it sounds like you're not, really, a PhD. you're not looking for a challenge at this stage of the game, but I'm going to challenge you well, to take I am that. Lead. To a degree, well, you're a driven yeah, person. So Anyone I who can just, finish a PhD can do this. And so, I, if I'm okay. you, I'm taking the leap, and it's not much of a leap. They think you're qualified. I think you're qualified. And Christy needs to believe in Christy at this point and go. You know what? There might be a little bit of a learning curve, but I have a PhD yeah. in this area, and I'm going to figure it out because I'm Christy. And instead of being undervalued in the position that you're currently in, you're going to be making $75,000 instead of forty five, right? Yes. That's worth Gosh, it. That is, yeah. If this that was Survivor so and I said, Christy, are you willing to take a job that you have a PhD in for $30,000? You would say, yeah, I'm doing it. Absolutely, I would. Well, thank you. I appreciate the clarification. I just, yeah, it's... It, was shocking. I wasn't expecting them to come recruit me. Um, so I was, it was a little bit of a curveball, but um, thank you. Absolutely. Well, worst case scenario, you go back to what you were doing and you'll probably make more because they're probably going to base it off of your current salary, which if it's 75, you go back to special ed and they go, well, if we want Christy, we've got to come up with 75 if we're going to cause her to make this oh, jump again. Right. Yeah, and finishing a PhD, that's not easy. That in and of itself is a big challenge. You've proven that you can do big challenges, so I would I would take the leap. Yeah, I mean, if Ken Coleman was sitting here, he would be yelling at you to take this job. This is what you put your life's work into with this PhD, so it's time to step into it. And it might be scary, but 
I, I think you're going to look back and say, man, I'm so glad I did that. The fear and the doubt, that voice was louder at the time, but I'm so glad I stepped further than that and took that jump. So we're, we're cheering you on, Christy. Congrats on the, on the promotion. Well-deserved. This is The Ramsey Show. George Campbell joined by Christina Ellis. This is The Ramsey Show. You can give us a call at 888-825-5225. You jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. Maybe you're trying to get out of debt, get on a budget, begin investing and building wealth, buy a house, sell a house, you name it. There's so many pieces of our life that are tied to money, and we just want to help you take the right next step in your financial future. Dean joins us up next in Olympia, Washington. Dean, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys doing today? We're doing great. How can Christina and I help? Well, uh, I'm kind of a late bloomer. I'll try to uh, explain it the best I can. I, I became debt-free last December, uh, probably made about 90 last year. One income family. My wife's retired. Um, the only investments or anything I've started is a Roth IRA, about 14000 at the end of the year last year. I was able to combine to two years and do it at the end of the year and get both years into into the same time and then I have about 160k in the bank uh, debt free mortgage no mortgage house is paid for it's probably worth three and a quarter maybe three at, at the least in this market um, looking to retire uh, in a couple of years if, if possible I'd like to retire in a couple of years but I don't really have that many investments going. Just kind of want to maybe get a little uh, pointed in the right direction of, you know, kind of spooked about the stock market and stuff right now. It doesn't appear to be doing very well. Yeah. This is a, a rough time to get in and go, well, it was a smart thing to kind invest. Of, kind, of, kind of vehicle, kind of vehicle heavy right now too. I have two or three vehicles and a boat to sell, which will probably bring me another 30 or something, you know, so I should have a, you know, definitely have a couple hundred K in the bank free and clear by the end of the year. Okay. So that includes your emergency fund. Do you know how much of that would be an emergency fund of three to six months for you guys? Uh, it would be included in that. So okay. subtract so whatever the 15 amount grand, be. 20 grand, you think? Yeah. Okay. So that leaves you in a good cash position. And now I want to make this cash work for you, but it sounds like you're worried to put it into the market and because that money could take a dip between now and the next year. Yeah, I do have an investment broker that my Roth that my Roth is through that he recommended. He's pretty sharp that I that I hesitate for a little bit here because he's pretty sharp and What's his hesitation? You know, it's what's It just seems to think it's taken quite a dip right now and uh I guess his opinion it, it wouldn't hurt to wait till the end of the year and see which direction it's going. I thought it was good advice, but I don't know enough to know. Well, we, we never know. recommend anyone try to time the market. And right now, while the stock market yeah. is, is down, it's a fun time because the stocks are on sale. And so all those shares you buy, when the market comes back up, the shares go with it. 
and you bought them all at a discount, essentially. Yeah, everything's for sale now, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's for sale. It's a good time to be going in. Um, I know that there's a lot of fear right now, but what is it that Warren Buffett said? What is this quote where it's like... Be, be greedy when others are fearful. Be fearful when, when others, others are greedy. Are greedy. Yep. Is that it? Yep. Sounds right. But I also understand being near retirement, it can be a little bit nerve-wracking because you want secure investments. We have really great investment professionals, SmartVestor pros, if you go to RamseySolutions.com, that are probably going to be a little bit more confident about going into the market. They're kind of going to advise you not to try to time the market. They're going to advise you to do steady investing and just stay consistent. We always say time in the market beats timing the market. And that's the truth. The longer you've been in the game and the longer you stay there, I mean, how, how soon would you need to withdraw? Like, are you talking your 61 you want to retire at 65 yeah I would maybe at 62 but uh, with the way the inflation and everything's going I'm probably gonna go till be able to go I'm probably gonna have to go till 65 the, the work for the state the penalties are pretty heavy what's your income I made 90 last year I'll probably make 120 this year and make at least a hundred every year from here on out. And what are the retirement options through your job? Uh, it's PERS, PERS 2. And, and you uh, have you been I contributing believe, to that? Yeah, they, they, they contribute. They pull it out of your payroll. So what would that amount to and, when you uh, retire? They said right now it's sitting about three grand a month. If I bail at sixty two, it's three grand a month. If I if I work till sixty five, it's an extra thousand dollars a month. So for those three years, they're gonna keep a thousand dollars a month of it. So we're saying at so sixty five you retire sixty five, you're gonna get a pension of four grand a month until you pass away? Yeah, not counting social security. Great. And so with a paid for house and very little expenses is that not enough? You think you can make it with that? I think so, as long as inflation doesn't keep going super crazy. Another thing that that's really beneficial that my wife's tribal, so we have uh, right now it's a hundred a piece, and when she turns sixty-five here shortly, it'll be down to fifty bucks a piece a month for us for good insurance. Great, and that's one of the big things that's keeping us from people in my line of business well, from yeah, retiring is those healthcare costs is your medical can be up to eight it's up to eight hundred a piece to retire, you know, or fifteen hundred bucks a month for both of us and ours will be like a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I was thinking about being able to bail at sixty two. Well I would I would keep hanging on for now until you crunch the numbers and maybe that's with a smartvestor pro to go, all right, if I bail at sixty two we have more than enough to cover our expenses and still enjoy retirement. I don't want you to just scrape by because you guys could live another 35 years. And so it's not going to be a fun time in retirement when you're just able to cover your bills and keep up with inflation. Oh, exactly. So I'd get um, that second opinion. And if you sold those, uh, you know, a, a car and the boat, you got an extra 30 grand. Now you can invest, you know, almost, what, 150, 160 grand into the market and you let that grow for another five, six, seven years while you live off that pension. Well, now we're talking. You could have a few hundred thousand dollars in that account, you know, even if it's a taxable brokerage account, that you could withdraw, you know, four or five percent from every year, and that can last you a long time to supplement your income. Yeah, like what's what's the average risk in the market right now? I mean, the the chances of losing all your money at once are pretty slim. That or can't is there happen. A chance? 
we we are looking at an yeah. apocalyptic situation if it goes to zero. <laughs> yeah, if that happens, we've got much bigger issues. Yeah, and so what we're seeing right now right. is it's down twenty twenty five percent, and historically, when there's been a you know a dip like this, within two years, we're back to where it was and better. And so the economy's always done better than it was doing. You know, when you look back over a long period of time, a long stretch of history. And uh, one of our smart investor pros, they can walk you through that to give you that confidence. Right now, I don't want fear letting you um, let you sit on the sidelines with your cash just sitting in the bank. That's yeah, not going to give you a great retirement. Uh, yeah, and that money wasn't there till recently, till I uh, sold a rental house, my one and only rental house, and was able to become debt free and put that money in the bank and all that too. So I made made some pretty good decisions over the year to get to this point over the years to get to this point. Yeah. I mean, at at 60 to have no payments, including a house payment and you have assets you can sell. I mean, even though you guys don't have a million bucks in retirement, you're in a good spot financially, especially because of that pension. So I would have some, some hope and confidence that you guys are not going to be struggling in retirement, but I'd also, like you mentioned, be wise with the money you have going forward for the next few years and put it to work. Yeah, I sure appreciate your guys' time, and uh, I will get on your website for yeah, sure. Yeah, jump on there. I don't want any financial advisors spooking you from jumping into the stock market, uh, especially when it is a great time. I mean, if it was real high, he'd probably say, well, no, now's not a good time. Everything's real expensive. Let's wait and see how it goes. So I would just get a second opinion, and uh, I love our smart investor pros. They really do have the heart of a teacher, and they'll educate you. They're not going to make decisions on your behalf. They're just going to help you be confident to make the right next step. Right. And they can speak to that fear. I think we've even seen that in real estate markets that some agents are very fear driven. Some investment professionals are fear driven. And we want somebody who's going to help you feel peace around your finances, peace around your money, because we make way better decisions when we're not in fear. No one makes good decisions when they're panicked or drunk. So do it from a peaceful place and your life will be better for it. Give us a call. 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show. You know, I get lots of questions about ID theft since it's a huge problem. Most people just worry about financial fraud, which is a big mistake. Tax refund fraud, for example, is out of control. Last year, the IRS paid out over $10 billion in fraudulent refunds. Thieves are stealing your refunds. They're also hacking into accounting and tax preparer firms to steal your personal information and use it for all kinds of fraudulent activities that aren't detected by pricey credit monitoring and prevention plans. That's why Xander's ID theft plan is the only one I've ever recommended or used. They cover all types of ID theft, including tax refund fraud. Plus, they take over the work if you become a victim, protecting your money if you get hacked. They even protect your kids for free on their family plan. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. It's just the smartest, most affordable way to go.
Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Christina Ellis this hour. This is your show, America. Give us a call at 888-825-5225. We'll talk about your life and your money. Joseph is up next in Jacksonville, Florida. Joseph, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you today? Doing Happy Monday. What's going on with you? Uh, I'm a 58-year-old widower. I have three kids, only one still at home with me. Uh, I have about $150,000 in savings, maybe another seventy in uh, my 401k, and I have about $52,000 on my mortgage. I just found out today at 11 a.m. that I lost my job. Oh, my goodness. Should I, should I pay off my mortgage, or should I just go month to month hoping I find a new job? I'm so I was sorry, really hoping Joseph. to be I was hoping to be debt free in three to five years. Well, what were you doing hanging on to the hundred fifty k in cash? Uh, in all honesty, I just got about half of that because my mom passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. Life has just been happening to you. Uh, the last three years have been brutal. I lost my wife, I lost a niece and a nephew, I lost my mom, I lost my dad. I'm so sorry. How long did you have this job for? Ten years. Wow. What kind of work were you doing? IT. Okay. Well, obviously, right now, I mean, it's so fresh. I think we have to grieve. Have you even taken time to grieve everything you've lost over the last few years? No. You've just been going yeah. hard, man, taking care of the kids and just going to work, doing what has to be done? Yes. Oh, Joseph. I'm so sorry, brother. Well, I think A1 is to take care of Joseph because you're in a great financial position, to be truthful with you. I mean, you've got plenty of an emergency fund to get you by. I don't know who wouldn't hire a sharp IT guy who has that many years of experience, especially in today's world. There's a desperate need in that field. And you've set yourself up for a, a time like this where you don't have to worry about money and you can worry about Joseph instead. You said you've got one kid living with you. Yes. Do you know your monthly he expenses? Tur- he, he turns 17 in November. Okay. And he's still is in school uh, working? Yeah, he's still in school. Okay. Uh, and I'll be honest, you know, since I found out 11 a.m. this morning, I've been trying to cut every monthly expense that I can. Yeah, I've cut the pool guy. I've cut the yard guy. I've cut piano lessons for my son. Mm. Uh, I've cut the gym that he was a member of. Well, Joseph, I the just, good news is... I, ne- I, never, I never thought I would find myself in this position. Yeah. No one, no one does. But the good news is you have an emergency fund, and it's there to cover times like these. When life hits you, you're covered, and you can cover the gym membership still. You can cover the piano lessons. And Joseph, you sound like a doer. You said you have your goal of paying off the mortgage. Immediately, whenever you found out at 11, you're going into action trying to cut things and figure things out. But I do encourage you, like George well, said, just to take some time to grieve. Before 11, my plan was three to five years. But after 11, I don't know. But I hear what you're saying. And I think it's okay not to know right now. I think it's okay to give yourself permission to take a little pause, to not take action, to to give yourself grace on that for three to five years, to just take a moment to 
breathe. Like you have been through it. You have been through some serious life. And this is a moment you have the finances. You've been saving diligently. You're going to save diligently. You're going to get to a spot again where you can reach that goal. But right now, take that space. Take that space to just sit in it, work through it, re- rethink through you know what life looks like right now. Because, um, yeah, you're going through a lot. What are your views on, yeah. on counseling and therapy, Joseph? Have you ever been open to that, looked into it? Uh, if I have to be honest, no. I'm not very open to it. Uh, and why is that? Uh, because I'm so old and set my ways. Well, the truth is we can change at any time. We have seen folks who are 70 do their debt-free scream because they decided to change, and they thought it was too late, and we gave them a little bit of hope, and they did the hard work, and they transformed because of it. And so I want to encourage you that it's definitely not too late for you. You could live another 30 well, years. God, God is God is good, and I know that. And I know what he has in store for me is probably better than I can imagine. Absolutely. Yes and amen. Uh, but... And God also gave us real wise people in our world, like counselors and therapists who can walk us through the tragedies of life, the hard stuff, and help us grow. And a lot of the times, the times that we grow and we transform is because of someone else stepping into our life, someone giving us an opportunity, someone coaching us, someone helping us through trauma. And uh, I'm going to gift you John Deloney's book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. We're going to send that book to you because I think hopefully that at least opens your heart a little bit to the idea of counseling. But I would strongly encourage you take some of that $150,000 and you put a little bit of money and invest into yourself right now because you've invested everywhere else, into your kids, into your financial life, but rarely into Joseph. Well, and I encourage you to watch the Dr. John Deloney show. Just even listen to some of the other calls where people are going through grief and listen to how he counsels them. If you're not quite ready to go to a counselor yourself, just being able to listen and hear other people and how they're working through it could really help inspire you. Yeah. So, Joseph, okay. to answer so, your question. So, so, so don't pay off the mortgage immediately. Deal with me. Deal with my kids. Deal with the grief. Exactly. And the money's still going to be sitting there. You can put it in a high-yield savings account if it's not already. Where is it just in your checking account, your savings connected to, to that? Uh, savings and credit unions, yes. Okay. Well, it can grow at, you know, probably 2.5% right now with a, with a good high-yield savings account online if you want to do that while you just stay put for now. And when you're ready, maybe after, maybe you take a month off and just heal a little bit, and then we start looking at new IT jobs. And maybe you find a job that was even better than the one you had, and you get paid even more. What were you making at your old job? Uh, in my old job, I was making one hundred thirty grand a year. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I hope I'm you make that more. I'm doubtful I will make that. But... Why is that? <sighs> just who I am. Did you think you just got I mean, lucky? It... In a way, yeah, I think maybe I did. I don't know. I mean, I don't doubt God. I mean, God has proven himself to me through the years. Hmm. Uh, But I'm a stubborn person. Well, we can change that. And uh, again, it's not too late for you. 
and we're going to send you that copy of John Deloney's book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. Stay put where you're at right now. Take a month. Don't make any rash decisions. And when you find that new job, go, all right, I got 150K in the bank and the house is going to be paid off and it's one less thing to worry about and now I'm sleeping better. What's your mortgage payment? Uh, about 1200 a month. Well, you're going to get $1,200 back in your life as soon as that mortgage is paid off. Yeah, and as you work through this healing process, I just encourage you to speak life over yourself. I mean, I think even in this call, you said, you know, I'm stubborn. I'm not somebody who sees a counselor. I'm, you know, we all have those voices in our head and those identities that that we kind of just take ownership of. So I encourage you to kind of change that script. You know, you are going to find another great job. You are going to heal from this. You are going to get through this. And I love to hear about your faith and how you're, you know, you know, God's going to get you through this, but also, you know, believe in yourself and keep speaking life over yourself. Mm. I think that stubbornness can actually translate very well as you come out of this season. You know, you're going to stubbornly go, I'm going to pay off this house. I'm going to get a job making 140. I'm going to keep building this career. And that confidence will will take you places, man. If anyone talked to Joseph the way Joseph talked to Joseph, you would be angry at that person and say, you don't talk to Joseph like that. Right. He's a good guy. He works hard. He takes care of his family. He's been through a lot. And uh, I think it's it's hard sometimes to get rid of that negative self-talk and step into what we were called to do. So, Joseph, we're cheering you on. I hope Dr. John Deloney's book helps you. Hang on the line. Austin will pick up. We'll make sure to send you a copy of that. And we're wishing you the best, my friend. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. We know a lot of you are scared right now between inflation and debt payments. You feel like you're drowning, and you're terrified you won't have enough to take care of your family. But you shouldn't have to live in fear. But you have to get to the point where you say, I've had it, and then decide you're ready to make a change. Because you can't keep doing the same things with money and expect different results. And that means it's time to try something new. And that thing is Financial Peace University. This is the course that will teach you the proven step-by-step plan that's helped nearly 10 million people beat debt, master budgeting, and build wealth. And you can do this too. Guys, stop letting debt and money stress control your life. Say I've had it and take back your control. Start Financial Peace University at RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. That's RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. Open phones this hour at 888-825-5225. You jump in, we'll talk your life and your money. Lacey joins us up next in Atlanta. Lacey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Absolutely. How can we help today? Okay, so I have a question. My husband and I, I have been following Dave's advice religiously for about seven years. I took Financial Peace University at my church when I was 29. Awesome. Yeah, I know. It has been awesome. It's gotten us to a great place. So we own a business. Our business is debt-free. We are debt-free personally. 
Um, and we are ready to start investing. We have a year's worth of um, our bills in savings, and now we're past that point, and we've started saving for the kids' colleges. Um, we have money um, invested, and so the next step is to continue investing, and I'm in real estate, and my dream is to have a cabin in North Georgia, which is like an hour from where we live, and we want to rent it out. Um, like as an investment property on VRBO, Airbnb, that sort of thing. And so we would only be putting down about 20%, which Dave would say not to do that because we're going into debt, right? But our monthly um, income is on average about 11 to 12,000 a month. And our mortgage on our primary home, which is our only debt, is about 1,700. So my question is, if Dave, you know, under his plan, technically we could sell our house and buy a more expensive house and still be within his plan, but why can't we take on the debt that half of our mortgage payments would be income producing? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I understand. You're making the analogy of, well, if I got the rental property, it would be the same as if I had a bigger mortgage. Right, but that would be income producing. Yeah, the difference is you it's not your primary residence, so you don't live there, and so it's up to another tenant to hopefully produce that income. Your primary residence doesn't produce any income. It's just for you guys to right. live. So what's left on your mortgage? Um, well, we owe about 250000 but it's worth significantly more because we bought in early 2020 and then prices shot up. And also, we've put a lot of money into it, which we didn't finance anything. We paid cash, so we've increased the value that way as well. How much is it worth now? Um, it's worth probably between four, around four seventy-five, I would say. Okay. Well, one thing is, for real estate agents, it's easy to get starry-eyed when it comes to real estate. Of course, you love real estate. Right, and I understand it, right? And so now that I can invest more... I would rather invest in real estate because I understand it and it's a tangible asset rather than put my money in the stock market because um, I don't understand the stock market, A, and B, everybody around me keeps talking about losing money, and C, my parents are baby steps millionaires and they have a significant amount of money in the stock market that's going to be left to us because they're living off of um, their pension and their social security. So I feel like I'm already invested in the stock market in a way. Okay. Well, you you said you follow our stuff religiously, but it sounds like you guys did the 30-year mortgage on that house, right? Well, that that is true. So Thank I'm, you. One point for George. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So, Lacey, I'm just, me, it's, it's fine. I mean, you guys, you make great income. This is not about the math at this point. And you can math your way into all kinds of decisions all day long. Our plan is about peace. And right. as I'm looking down, I'm going, you guys make 12K a month and you're still hanging on to a mortgage for fun? What are we doing here? Pay off, pay off that mortgage. And how quickly could you then save up and pay cash for this new property? And have that be the dream, and no, then you're not worried would, about tenants. I would be like 50, I feel like, Whoa. by the time I paid off $250,000 and then save up another 250000 How old are you? And put my children through college. How old are you guys? How, 
Uh, I'm I'm 36, and he is um, 41. But also, okay, there's there's an added benefit. It's like making memories in the country, away from technology, in the mountains. You can do that without buying a rental property (laughs) while having a mortgage. Yeah, you can use Airbnb and VRBO. Be the renter for that. Oh, Lacey, Lacey, Lacey. Listen, if you called to justify your decisions, you're not going to get that from us. Is this going to tank you guys financially? No. You will live to see another day. You're going to be just fine. You mentioned you've got inheritance and you're worried about the stock market. I would encourage you to learn about the stock market and have that be a piece of the puzzle to diversify your portfolio a bit. Uh, Because as we've seen, sometimes when the stock market's down, real estate's up, there can be some interesting relationships there. But no, I, I can't in good faith tell you to go get another mortgage while you have your mortgage and you guys make great money. You're just not making great use of it. And like I said, our plan's about peace. And when you've got a paid-for primary residence and then you invest with property using cash, it changes the game. It changes everything. Right. Well, and you're mentioning putting 20% down on this new property. Throw that 20% towards your current mortgage. You also said you have a year, a year's worth of bills. Um, Again, not, not something we would tell. I mean, six months <laughs> right. max is enough for you guys. Right. So I think just taking some of that in throwing it towards your primary residence, you're going to see some big progress fast and start that momentum. Mm -hmm. And then with your income, you guys do have quite a good income right now. And I know (laughs) it sounds intimidating, but I don't think it's going to be 50 before you can pay it off and before you can get a new property and invest in real estate. a month take home. It's not going to take 14 years. I mean, we see people all the time on the debt-free stage paying off houses in a much, much quicker time, much quicker time span. So I believe you can do this a lot quicker and still fulfill that dream of investing in real estate. Yeah. So you can do Lacey's plan and you guys will truthfully, you're going to be okay. I'm not that worried about you guys. You have a fantastic income. You have some decent money principles going on here. You've got the inheritance. But if you want to do it our way with a lot more peace and a lot less risk, that's what I'd tell you to do. Go low and slow like a crockpot. That's the way to do it. All right, let's take a... Uh, well, I don't know if we have time for Benny. We'll have to wait for Benny for the next hour, Christina. I'm sorry. I be hate the, to do that to him. <laughs> be the tortoise. I think, especially right now, with you know inflation and money being tight in people's budgets, I think there's a lot of different opportunities for people to try to use kind of financial trickery. They see, they see the numbers and they see the money and things are flashier and they're cooler and it looks like you can make progress faster. Um, but we just encourage you to be willing to use God and Grandma's ways of doing money it may not be the flashiest thing but some of these principles while they're not the quickest they work oh yeah they work and me and my wife we were on the the debt-free stage uh back in january doing our debt-free screen for paying off our house and there's just nothing like it and you know people even financial advisors i would talk to and they're like dude you're an idiot why would you pay off your house you could have invested that in the market and it could have been and it could have it could have it could have is the key word there could could but I can tell you, we have no mortgage payment. That's a, you know, that's a definitive statement when you can sit in your paid-for house and go, there's no coulds, there's no risk here. You did we it. have no payments. And you can't really put a number on that. A lot of it is emotional and mental and spiritual. And you can math your way into all of these decisions all day long. But when you decide to do something so countercultural and so different and challenge yourself to make that level of sacrifice for that period of time, it changes your character. Right. Well, it's like you're you're aiming towards something. So much of money, it's about behavior change, not just head knowledge. Mm. And it's like when you have that goal that you're working towards, it just provides a fire that you're not going to have when you're just kind of hoping the numbers are a little bit more strategic. Amen. 
Good word. Good hour, Christina. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to Austin and Ben and James and Zach and Andrew in the booth. My co-host, Christina Ellis, and you, America, we thank you for listening. We will be back with you before you know it. Do you love a good Dave rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from The Ramsey Network, like Ramsey Call of the Day. Check out our new Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It'll give you a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Listen to the Ramsey Call of the Day wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.